Welcome to the Daily Zodcast for Saturday, July 24, 2021. You're listening to Hashtag Radio Zeitgeist Global Broadcasting Network. Let's hear from our bud back east, Mr. Tim Poole, on Radio Zeitgeist, your stop for the art of critical thought in an age of so much, too much information. Tim, what do we got today? I want to tell everybody why I think uh, the, the first and most important reason I think Freedom Phone could actually be very, very good, very, very important, and why the establishment is probably coming after you so hard. First, let me say, I have not tested the device. I have not done a forensic analysis on it. I would like to get some of our tech experts to crack it open, go through it, hardware and software, and see if it can actually do what we think it can do. That's no problem at all. There are some concerns about whether or not there will be some Chinese spyware, perhaps, because, you know, it's made in China or whatever. Maybe there's concerns that there's data leakage in some capacity that it's spying on you. Some people are saying it's a honeypot, that the feds are funding this to get all of the patriots to use the phone and they can track everything you do. And I'm like, they do that through Google and Apple. Yeah. They're called national that. security letters. <laughs> if you are worried about your phone mm-hmm. being spied on, you are literally in the NSA database with your existing phone. It can't get any worse. They're already spying on you. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Why are all these outlets freaking out? You are currently a captive of Radio Zeitgeist. Hashtag Radio Zeitgeist Global Broadcasting Network on local affiliate for Central Texas, KFUK Austin, KFUK. Things I 
I'm the one who can feel the sun Right in the pouring rain I won't say when Don't know when But soon there's gonna come a day, baby I'll be back again Yeah, I'll be back for you Thank you, Tim. Tom Freely, Radio Zeitgeist. Follow us at Radio underscore Tom on Twitter. Always the best place. Leslie Fest 2021 coming up. Delon Smith, our production partner. His CV is very deep. We had a long talk last night. Willie Nelson, Tom Scott, Jimmy and uh, Steve Ray Vaughn both. Ray Charles, he's on Coachella. I mentioned him in past uh, Zeitcast here since since this summer. Going to his place out in North Austin, what we call the Galewood neighborhood. It's all a condo. It's all <laughs> mixing board <laughs> and JBL, bass bottoms. And now he tells me he just got back last night damning with some new snare drum someone gave him in San Antonio. Ugh. All right. We got some plans. We're going to own this thing. I reminded him with the Committee for a Texas Entertainment Infrastructure Initiative, given to me, therefore us, 11 years ago by Jim Nash, formerly of Warner Brothers Records, that he cooked up with Donna Howard, who's still in the Texas legislature, waiting on my missive. I'm undercapitalized. I got work since spring for a lot of people here at Dharma Dog Productions, soon to be 501c3, so we can do this committee thing, right? And multimedia and advocacy. All right, I digress. Okay, today again is, I'm burning this here at 11.02 a.m. Central Standard Time, Saturday, July 24, 2021. All right, start some new stuff here today. I just found a piece this morning on, um, it's a Real Clear Politics, I recommend highly. It will give you a good mimetic spread, we call, call it in Sproul Dynamics Integral, or I do, of left and right, right? Again. All my friends out there, mostly Democrats, I'm a conservative Republican these days, to try to uh, balance the energy against all this devouring mother Freudian archetype that is captured the modern left. All right, today this is, uh, this is a New York Post piece this morning we're going to read, written by one Michael Barone, 
I'll stick this here in the cloud with the podcast today. Uh, Byline, July 23rd, 5.55 p.m. Anyway, updated. So, it's titled again, Democrats Condemn Trump's Big Lie, but keep telling ones even worse ones themselves. Democrats condemn... Democrats condemn... I'm not going to edit this. Democrats condemn Trump's big lie, but keep telling ones even worse ones themselves. Does he need an editor or I do? Maybe we both do. Right, the man starts off. Did you know that black people are not going to be allowed to vote in America anymore? At least in states controlled by Republicans. Sounds a bit unlikely, but that's a conclusion you might have come to if you took seriously what President Joe Biden said in Philadelphia Tuesday. Again, watch Tucker Carlson Monday through Friday. Guy's crushing it. Continuing, Biden decried Republicans' proposed changes to election laws as the 21st century Jim Crow assault that tries to suppress and subvert the right to vote in fair and free elections and assault on democracy. This is, to be polite, unhinged nonsense. The New York Post piece this morning continues, Biden is old enough to remember what real Jim Crow voter suppression was like. It meant zero black people voting in places like Mississippi. It meant threats and violence against black people who tried to register to vote. It meant unfair application of literacy tests and poll taxes. Requiring voters to present photo ID is nothing like this. Large majorities think it's reasonable. Again, for emphasis here, radio's that guy, Tom Friedley. Large majorities think it's reasonable. I'll find some poll numbers for you in the coming Zeitcast. How does that sound? Continuing, in measures such as reducing the number of pre-election voting days in Georgia, there are zero in Biden's Delaware, or ending pandemic-inspired measures like drive-through voting in Harris County, Texas, are not the same. Not even close, he writes. Early in his speech, Biden denounced the big lie, a reference to Donald Trump's claims that he actually won the 2020 election. Looks like he did. Jim Kunstler, formerly a Rolling Stone, we've been covering this. There's a lot of stuff we're trying to break. This is a mass failure of all American institutions. This goes back a long time. Donald Trump was a change agent. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Early in his speech, Biden denounced the big lie, a reference to Donald Trump's claims that he actually won the 2020 election. But Biden's Jim Crow charge is an even clearer instance of the big lie, and a more dangerous one, since it's unlikely to be fact-checked by most media. Again, Tom adds, the mass failure of all American institutions, in no small part due to Dwight David Eisenhower's military-industrial-congressional complex, or the very Democrat, very rich and connected uh, bisexual Gore Vidal, who makes the case how we screwed the Russians after they did the heavy lifting against Germany when we formed an American empire, the national security state, retire, or if need be, I'll say again, death to the national security state. All right, moving on. If you want people to condemn a big lie, don't tell one yourself. In his criticism of Trump, Biden invoked a long-standing norm of American politics. Quote, in America, if you lose, you accept the results. Yeah, did someone tell Hillary this? <laughs> you follow the Constitution. Did you tell Hillary and Bill? Did you tell... Uh, uh, you follow the Constitution. You try again. You don't call the facts fake 
and then try to bring down the American experiment just because you're unhappy. Yeah, that's right, Democrats. He spoke these words apparently unaware that they could be applied to him in his own party. Now you can't tell where the writer begins and I, I end or whatever. You get the idea. I get emotionally involved, right? That's the red meme in Spiral Dynamics. You might not understand this if your only sources are the New York Times and CNN. And Tom at Radio Zagas would like again to remind you, the New York Times gave themselves a Pulitzer for Russiagate, which was never a thing. All right. Continuing, but if you try to look at it as Daryl Cooper uh, does in, in the leftist Glenn Greenwald's substack, you might c- recall that Hillary Clinton and other Democrats, thank you, pal, that Hillary Clinton and other Democrats did not accept the results of the 2016 election and spent months advancing the Russia collusion hoax to delegitimize and end the Trump presidency. Yeah, I voted for the guy twice for this reason. America, I'm still unhappy with my nation for giving me no choice but to vote that for that narcissist creep Donald Trump. But he kicked the chessboard over. Then he was cheated out of the second term. Hey, fortunately or not, media is now king. I own these uh, broadcast live radio syndication uh, airwaves. He comes begging to me. He's going to have to earn my endorsement this time. We're going to talk about how he came out for national health care on David Letterman's um, goodbye shows. And uh, we got to find out, well, should we follow up after we take Howard Stern on uh, allegedly Trump dry hump Sandy Buttcorn, former penthouse pet because he's a germaphobe? Who knows? Oh, but at least I got to separate. I have to have Trump commit to uh, our goal to get everyone off the street into some kind of housing within a decade. That's going to be our quid pro quo. Hey, Donald. It's going to sound like this. Hey, Donald, I've read that your daddy left you anywhere between, uh, what was it, 60 and 250 mil in a trust fund? My dad left me jack shit. He left me a broken 100 mom because he had cheated on her. And uh, let's see five grand that came from the government that evidently you got back um, for spouse death benefits from Social Security in the early 70s. All right, moving on. Let's see. Uh, let's go back again. But if you try to look at it, as Daryl Cooper does in the leftist Glenn Greenwald substack, Glenn Greenwald, one of the few journalists left in this world, um, most famous for those of you that aren't hypnotized by Cardi B and Rachel Maddow for the Edward Snowden revelations. Edward Snowden for president. F you, national security state. All right. You might recall that Hillary Clinton and other Democrats did not accept the results of the 2016 election and spent months advancing the Russia collusion hoax to delegitimize and end the Trump presidency. We now know, Cooper wrote, that the FBI and other intelligence agencies conducted covert surveillance against members of the Trump campaign based on evidence manufactured by political operatives working for the Clinton campaign, both before and after the election. Yes, that legal firm is called Perkins Coy. C-O-I-E, Perkins Coy. He went on, We know that those involved with the investigation knew that accusations of collusion were part of a campaign approved by Hillary Clinton, that cynical, drunken opportunist married to a credibly accused serial rapist for five decades, I might add, to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by the Russian security service. Yeah, their best friend from uh, New York City. Uh, I'll go find that picture again of them all at uh, Donald's wedding. The four of them, right? Uh, Moving on, as Cooper noted for months, 
Many Trump supporters worried that there might be substance to the Russia collusion charges. I never did. Democrats insisted there were. News media like the Times and CNN geez, ignored or ridiculed efforts by the likes of House Intelligence Chairman Devin Nunes to show there was nothing there. Got to get with Devin here, particularly by the time we hit millions of live radio listeners. All right, moving on. Nunes was right, as became apparent when Special Counsel Robert Mueller, a compromised son of a bitch, admitted in his report that he had no evidence of collusion. Again, Special Counsel Robert Mueller, folks, admitted in his report that he had no evidence of collusion. Hillary, feckless, drunken, go away. But the Times and other papers didn't return the Pulitzers. They won for the Russia collusion stories. Thank you, New York Post. All right. Summing up here, the Times executive editor, uh, Dean Becquet, acknowledged in an angry newsroom meeting, quote, The day Bob Mueller walked off the witness stand, our readers who want Donald Trump to go away suddenly thought, Holy shit, he added, it's, I don't. Bob Mueller is not going to, going to do it. As a result, we're a little tiny bit flat-footed. I mean, that's what happens when a story looks a certain way for two years. A little tiny bit flat-footed, translated into English, means dead wrong. Let's read that one again. A little tiny bit footed, a little, i, I got to get closer here, a little tiny bit flat-footed, translated into English, New York Post writes, means dead wrong. Continuing, have Becke or other news media leaders confessed error for their misjudgments? Have any Democrats who pursued the Russia collusion hoax like Inspector Javert confessed error? Not that I've seen, nor I, pal. Democrats who want to restore respect for the electoral process need to stop calling harmless changes in election laws, quote, voter suppression, in a return to Jim Crow. They and their media protectors need to apologize for their years-long campaign to delegitimize Donald Trump's presidency by advancing a baseless hoax. Yes. Time for you, Lee, for Radio Zeitgeist, your stop for the art of critical thinking in an age of too much information. Signing off with follow us at Radio underscore Tom, the Radio Zeitgeist on Twitter, I'm finally going to make good of my threat this next couple of days to have an Instagram presence. You have to like learn how, know how to code. You have to literally on a computer open up and get into HTML and stuff. I, <laughs> who thought that crap up? All right. Tom Friedley. Hashtag Radio Zeitgeist Global Broadcasting Network. And hashtag Death to the National Security State by any means necessary. <laughs>